rain today. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. My name's Gardy. That was Maddie Mullins. I choose you. Shout out to Maddie Mullins, one of my favorite artists out. Wow, dude. Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to be uh, checking that album out. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie he's a. Uh, I follow him on social media, and I saw some. He posted some stuff about some glasses earlier, but hey, you know those like blue—is it blue blockers? Or I guess a well, lot of people blue look at screens. Light, yeah, blue light. Is the blue light from the, the your computer screens, your iPods, your phones. Uh, we got them everywhere. We're surrounded by them. A blue light is, you know, especially at nighttime, uh, can potentially disrupt melatonin, and melatonin uh, often is a key ingredient in helping a person's body shut down and go into a deep sleep state. For healing, repair, regeneration, and you know, improved health and vitality, and so uh, we, we find that a lot of people are staying up later and later. The blue light stimulates aspects of your brain, neurological system, to stay alert and awake, and the person never gets into that deep sleep state. That's never good. So those actually were. I saw he had posted a thing about, oh, hey, he's like, I got these really cool frames from this this eye brand there, and that's what they were. So I, yeah, it just made me think so, about it. Yeah, the songs. On. That, and so I, I, Molly, she just picked up a pair um, on Amazon for like twenty or thirty bucks, and I mean, you can probably spend you know a couple hundred bucks on a pair of uh, uh, glasses, but you should yeah, definitely look into that as a as a means especially if your kids are playing video games if your kids are doing online school if your kids are uh, on ipads and have devices we live in a world today where blue light is not the devil it's not the end of the world it has a benefit especially during the light uh, light hours uh, but we live under fluorescent lighting you know for the most part if we work in buildings and then with all the technology moving to eco-friendly lighting uh, we find that a lot of the bulbs purchased are not uh, full-spectrum bulbs. Um, we're not outside getting full-spectrum light. Therefore, we create a disruption or an imbalance. You know, everything's in moderation, right? It should be that your body can handle it, but whenever you just blast it <coughs> continually the wrong way, wrong um, uh, measurement over and over again, day in and day out, your body just over time uh, starts to create imbalances. So uh, that's definitely a – we should do it. A talk on that. I could do a talk on that. Because we use data, technology, screens, they're everywhere. Yeah. Kids use them. Uh, this year for school, uh, a lot of, a lot more kids are going to be using those as, as well as, you know, more people are taking that, that route of homeschooling or schooling at home. Yeah, so, so things are going to be online and these kids are going to be, you know, behind a, a screen. And so, I mean, there's just, like, I just replaced all the bulbs in my office. It's a little... Um, Little, they have fluorescent lights that have uh, a full spectrum component, and they have regular the incandescents that have uh, a full spectrum component. And you just got to kind of go with the look that you're you're wanting, but you definitely want to stick to the, more of a full spectrum process. But, I mean, it, it ties right into our conversation today. So, um, you know, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center here, uh, Dr. Aaron Chapa. I'm glad everybody's tuned in. We're talking about the brain gut connection, and you know, just a little uh, insight there. We were just had a seminar a couple weeks ago in Austin and that was one of the conversational pieces you know how to dis how to stop disrupting our sleep hormones so that our body can um, get the rest repair potential in place and the nutritional uh, component to make sure that your body is able to do the necessary you know detox liver uh, regeneration repair that's necessary for your day-to-day cleansing and you know we're going into this uh, brain-gut uh, connection. I was just reading a journal uh, or uh, a magazine this morning, um, 
and it says, you know, the first thing I just randomly opened to the page. It was kind of, kind of, I must have been a kind of a God thing. You know, it says better diet, better mental health, better diet, better mental health. And it talked about these 36 young men who spent six months in a state of partial starvation in 1944 and what they experienced. And I mean, everything from moodiness to agitation to depression to even self-mutilation where they were just living on potatoes, root vegetables, macaroni, bread, uh, very reduced rationed out diet. And these guys were struggling, you know, uh, you know, through the process, but they were thankful because we found that, you know, not just starvation, because most people aren't going to find themselves, especially in America, like where they're in a, um, a place where they can't get food. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but I mean, for the most part, the masses aren't in these living on potatoes and root vegetables, macaroni and bread. You know what I mean? They, um, we, we are seeing the same idea. I call it the empty harvest. Bernard Jensing and, and Mark Anderson wrote a book called The Empty Harvest, and it talks about everyday poor food choices and micronutrient deficiencies can influence the mood. Like people know that uh, B12 has a tendency to cause dementia. That's like where you start missing memory uh, you know, components, can't remember names, numbers, and words. You start finding that you make relations to what you want to say instead of I need to drink a water. I'm, I'm like, I need rain. I need uh, wet. Uh, and then somebody goes, water. You're like, yeah, I need that water. And you kind of get it. Um, a depression uh, associated with B12. A lot of times extreme depression, just even something like niacin, another B vitamin that's been shown to have excellent, excellent impact on uh, depression. So when you say B12, that means a lack of B12 or too Correct. much? Okay. Too little. Where do you get B12 from? And so typically your meats, your amino acids, your uh, um, pro- essential amino acid profiles, your animal proteins, green leafy vegetables um, can provide a lot of these things. And and so, you know, but you don't need a, a ton of it, right? You just, you need enough to get your body to um, to give you the... Uh, to get its neurological effect as well as its uh, mitochondrial effects in the cell. You know, you say B12 and like on on these energy drinks that I'm (laughs) drinking right now, which isn't the best for you, but, you know, it usually says like potent, yeah, potent brain and body fuel. Um, Do they put B12 in in energy drinks and stuff that I guess that wouldn't be traditionally healthy to try and supplement so they can put that branding on there? Well, yeah, so these are typically coal tar derivatives and meaning the stuff that's in the street. Uh, the, they could be uh, synthetic ingredients I mean, that they get from anywhere. And, but they, it's got the molecular makeup of the B12 mo- molecules, and so they can stick it in there and they can use it, and it's a synthetic product that your body is uh, using. But it, could, it, but it might not be the full complex. You know, so, for example, I always, everybody's very familiar with vitamin C, uh, it's been around a long time. Linus Pauling kind of pushed that out there at high-dose therapeutics. Uh, it does have some value at high-dose therapeutics for short term, but living on it day in and day out isn't necessarily the answer. And uh, we look at the vitamin C complex as a, as a means of, like, synthetic versus what God intended. Synthetic is there's an isolate, isolated nutrient that they extract out of the complex, 
you know, God expects there to be vitamins P, K, and J in the vitamin C complex, tyrosinase, an enzyme for metabolic mitochondrial function, uh, cofactors, bioflavonoids, ascorbic acid. Whenever we pull out just the ascorbic acid or just the bioflavonoids, what happens is your body has to use its own supply house of those other nutrient you know, complexes, and it becomes deficient in those, and that creates and wrecks havoc on your own personal chemistry. So just using a synthetic B12 is the same conversation. You want to get it from real foods, real, you know, uh, gluten-free grains could have, you know, some in there. Um, Ezekiel bread might have some in there, but a lot of times you can get most of your B vitamins uh, from your a protein, a good protein source, eggs, chicken, um, red meat, I mean, things like that. Um, but it's amazing to me that, you know, people are walking around and they have these neurological signs and symptoms, and it's a, just a nutrient deficiency that we can address relatively easily in clinic. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about the gut-brain connection all month long. We're talking about the brain on Tuesdays uh, with you, Dr. Chapa. Um, what I guess what is the connection? Where did When did we start to realize that there was a connection at all between the brain and the gut? Well, I mean, you can go all the way back to Hippocrates. Hippocrates, uh, Hippocrates talks about, you know, when in doubt, when there's disease, look to the gut lining. Uh, I mean, in the digestive tract is everything. You're a, you're a giant tube from your mouth to your hind end. And so the, the quality of that nutrient lining, they've determined, you know, your GI tract doesn't just digest food, that it, it shapes your emotions. And, you know, they've done plenty of, research to figure out that the GI tract is lined with millions and millions and millions of nerve cells, which produce an estimated 95% of your neurotransmitters, uh, serotonin, which is your joy, you know, um, and satisfaction uh, neurotransmitter. And so if it produces that much and you're putting in things like sugar, which is known to disrupt the, the digestive tract and to damage it, and to alter your brain chemistry, then you're literally at any conversation. Spiritually, we always say, like, if you're never standing still, you're always moving towards God or away from God, right? Well, in your in your body, it's the same thing. You're either moving toward health or away from health, like it's like it's the same uh, kind of conversation. And so, when we look at um, your brain, it's never idle. So, at any point, you're putting in a vitamin for health. Or you're putting in vitamins for, you know, negative health, okay? And so negative health doesn't necessarily kill you in the moment. You can eat the Snickers bar today, I guess, you know. Um, you can eat the Hershey bar today, and it's not going to have a negative impact. As a matter of fact, you'll get a nice little dopamine rush uh, from the chocolate, and it'll, like, lift up your spirits. You'll feel grandiose for about 37 seconds, and then in about an hour, you're ready for another one. Oh, yeah, I was I was gonna say the you talk about the neurotransmitters in your gut in the lining, and I've heard of of hangry. I've been hangry before. You're not in a good mood. Pop a chocolate bar, you know, have something sweet, maybe a bite of cake, and it can change you. You know, you go from a little bit grumpy, irritable to, hey, Living the I dream. love I love my kids and my family. You know, everything's yeah. great. You know, and I've seen it in my kids too. You know, the exact same thing. So we have to kind of appreciate that there are, again. Food then just proved the point to mm-hmm. be medicinal. It changed your mood. It took you from a place where you were dysfunctional, potentially going to the you know the wrong way, 
rage. Uh, and, 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 and serving your family. Yeah. Um, rage, right? Um, <laughs> over to like a place where you were patient and you were happy. Now, does that mean that you should always reach to sugar or chocolate, you know, for that fix? No. Because what happens is over time, if you train your body to be on that roller coaster up and down, that's what you're going to be on, that ups and downs roller coaster. You've got to first recognize that anytime we're dealing with the gut-brain connection, we have to get the blood sugar stability foundation in place. So we always, it's, I think today, this week, school has started for many, right? And uh, the first most important meal of the day is breakfast. So, you know, this morning my wife uh, was making, she was like, hey, get the sausage going. Okay, okay. You know, and I'm like, what are we making? And uh, she's making, you know, um, breakfast tacos for the kiddos. And, uh, I mean, it's Taco Tuesday. I mean, tacos is, yeah. for breakfast, I mean, right? I mean, <laughs> so I figured that um, should have brought you one, I guess. The uh, uh, But the, the, she had veggies in there and sausage in there and egg in there. And, and um, I think they had corn tortillas or they had a lavash uh, um, grain. It's kind of a pseudo grain but i mean it's millet and flax uh tortillas that we get from a place called irma's nutrition store in nassau bay and they um and they taste fantastic and and so the kids gobble this stuff up and breakfast is the most important meal of the day you know you're breaking the fast you're typically coming off an eight you know or more hour fast depending on what time dinner was and what time your last meal was and you're breaking the fast but you're not breaking it with sugar. You know, if you started your kids on Pop-Tarts this morning or, or you know, some sort of uh, high-sugar cereal, what winds up happening is they get that rush going out the door, and they get to school, and they crash and burn, and, and the teachers are frustrated because they're half-heartedly paying attention or wiggly. They're sleeping. They're grumpy because they their blood sugar crashed. That's a disruption just from the blood sugar effect of food not necessarily even the fact that they could have an inflammatory response disrupting those nerve cells in the gut lining. You've got 3 million more neurotransmitters floating around in the gut. That's why they call it the second brain, affecting how your brain is functioning throughout the day. And we, in the, to sustain that, you need to recognize protein and fat are like the logs on the fire that burn hot and they burn long and they allow your body to uh, perform well. Dr. Chop, I'm not going to lie. It was hard to pay attention after you mentioned I should have brought you a taco. Because yes. my mind kept going back to, man, Dr. Chop, should have brought me a yeah, taco. you are the taco man, the that's, taco That's king. what they say. You yeah. know, it just kind of happened. Yeah. It, it wasn't I, a plan. I, well, you know, sometimes it just, when the shoe fits, It's it always fits. next Taco Tuesday. Yeah, man, and I happen to see you every Tuesday from the, now till forever, the, so we can, we we can, can make up. We can definitely make this up. Okay, okay, <laughs> I got it, I got Thank it. Thank you, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You're right. I mean, I think that... Uh, I should be uh, reprimanded for uh, recognizing, <laughs> knowing that Taco Tuesday was going on, and yeah. then uh, rub it in your nose that we had tacos or, for breakfast. So um, just a, a little bit about it. Remember, Detox, uh, we text Detox20 to 474747, um, and we'll get you some information about Detox coming up next month. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, leave those below. And let's have some fun this morning, man. Let's talk about the brain. Let's talk about uh, detoxification. Let's talk about the gut lining's impact on the quality of your health and well-being. So if you have questions, Gardy's uh, filtering through some of those. Um, I uh, am uh, those those feeds right now. Right, what I'm going to do is text detox twenty to four seven four seven four seven because I want to see what happens. And, oh, cool. Me too. And uh, 
we're gonna get this get this response. Yeah, four seven four seven four seven detox twenty. So I'm gonna let y'all know what happens, and you let me know too, because you need to do it right now. Um, right now it is nine eighteen. This is khearadio.com. 99.5 FM is Kickstart. I got Dr. Aaron Chop here in studio. Uh, there were some questions earlier, and I, I did want to ask this, but they were asking about bulbs and LED lights. And I know we're talking about the brain and the gut, yep. but we kind of took a quick uh, detour. Yeah, quick little detour. So they were wondering what kind of, of, they heard LED lights are bad for your eyes. Are the daylight bulbs better? That's how we kind of started this show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so again, you, as long as you want bulbs that are full spectrum, that is better. Okay. And, but, we, but these fluorescent lights, um, they are putting off, uh, you know, a disrupted spectrum that is disruptive to your body's neurotransmitter load, or potentially disrupting the way serotonin, uh, I'm sorry, melatonin, and uh, works in your body. And if you deplete your your reserves uh, early on through the day, by the time you get to din- uh, bedtime, your body is more in a stress state than it is in a sleep state. And if anybody's had a rough day at the office, now your cortisol levels are up, so you're even more in a what we call catabolic hormonal state. And so I would say just make sure that you're getting full-spectrum bulbs. I mean, uh, that's a uh, the easiest answer, you know, without going into uh, great detail. But at the end of the day, there there's a – you don't want to just get the energy-efficient um, – little curly Q, you know, mm-hmm. bulbs, because a lot of these are pushing off different metals and electromagnetic fields and um, uh, mercury, and, and they can disrupt, you know. They, we don't appreciate the fact that that little bit of metal toxicity can be a burden to your brain, your brain cells. It can be a burden to your cardiovascular system. It can be a, a burden to cellular respiration. That's the mitochondria's ability to produce cellular money. If your mitochondria inside of your cells can't produce cellular money, you are going to be left wanting. You're going to be left wishing that you had energy or wishing that your brain would work or wishing that you know your health would be in a better place. And it doesn't affect you today, but it will affect you over time, little by little. And you compound that with bad dieting. You compound that with high stressing. You compound that with eating on the go, eating like fast food. Uh, then compound that with the preservatives, the chemicals, the excessive amount of comfort foods that we consume, and now all of a sudden we're in a conundrum. You know, we have a recipe that we've now built for um, disease formation. Bad sleep, bad nutrition affects our brain and our attitude, and then it's just a spiral down the slippery slope. And we can turn all that stuff around. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, so let's get back to the brain gut connection. Hey, Solion, happy birthday. Happy she, birthday. This is a comment. She said, Dr. Chop, I'm 20. She's turning 20 tomorrow, but I feel 80. Help. Could it be something oh. with that, that brain gut connection with feelings, especially? Absolutely. And at her age, there's no way she feels like she's 80. And, and, and there's no way she should even be feeling like she's 30 yet. She should feel alive, vibrant, and bursting at the seams, like filled full of vim, vigor, and vip. And we want to get her back there, and I assure you, I uh, hope that you text Detox20. Um, to 474747. I did it right now, and it actually hit me back with a, a response, and uh, I like it. So I'm, I'm, you know, I was talking to my wife about doing the, the detox starting, you know, in September, and we, it looks like we're going to do it. Yeah, we talk often about doing 42 <clears throat> days a year, 
And I hope that maybe, you know, she'll uh, jump on board as well because the body feels like it's 80 because of toxicity. Toxicity is stored in, toxin is something that your body cannot use. It could be metals. It could be chemicals. And now where do you get all this stuff? Well, um, it could be in the drink you just sipped on. It could be in the toothpaste that you brush your teeth with this morning. It could be in the water that you're using to bathe in or to drink or to make food with. It could be in the uh, uh, the the actual spices that you're putting and sprinkling on food. It can easily be in purchased boxed foods. And so it is everywhere. That's the message. Is It's more prominent around you than you will ever know or realize. And so the more you recognize that food is either going to serve you well and take care of that inflammatory response, or it's going to feed that inflammatory response. I mean, digestion is a very aggressive act. And so when we stimulate the digestive tract, the central nervous system is stimulated. We can, we can see the inflammation, uh, the, the stress in the nervous system rise based on gut you know, stress. So when the body is under stress, mentally, physically, or biochemically, that is driving or dampening central nervous system stress. So you said inflammation. What is brain inflammation? Is it the stress that causes it? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, so, okay, so like if, let's just kind of try to take it in a domino effect. Let's say that we had, you know, sugar and pastries and inflammatory, you know, milk products uh, for breakfast. And you have, you know, allergies or intolerances or just illnesses, you know, uh, you know, very even early onset um, irritation from from these foods, any of these combinations. Well, one, these foods could be very, inf- uh, they can cause this irritation where blood flies into the area. It's like if you take and you start scratching your arm, it's going to turn what? Red. Red. That redness is a sign of irritation to inflammation stage. That's a step in the process. So digestion is a very aggressive hard thing that happens and this tissue on our skin is the same tissue that's in our digestive tract and so when food is down there and and getting processed that is a very you know challenging effect so if you don't have good say gut bacteria the gut bacteria good yeast bad yeast um, imbalance good bacteria bad bacteria imbalance your body will potentially lean more to an inflammatory response state. You're like real close to being, you know, hangry compared to patient. And then all of a sudden you put a food in that just pushes you over that uh, hangry edge. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you've got too much irritation in the gut lining. That's an inflammation. That inflammation sets over time, begins to inflame and irritate nutrients delivery in the blood. And then that starts to weaken other aspects of where the blood distributes infra, uh, nutrition to a cell, maybe, say, in your brain via the blood-brain barrier. And now the blood-brain barrier is developing weakness because it's not able to prevent things from staying in the blood and only allowing necessary, you know, invited invitation-only nutrition across that lining. And now we've got metal, chemical, pathogens crossing over into the brain, and that creates brain inflammation. Now the brain's under attack. So look at inflammation like an attack from some sub-nano-sized particle that wasn't designed to be in that department. 
it's like if, and they call some people call those free radicals. Uh, those could be I could just simply call it a toxin. Anything your brain can't use, you know. So if your brain can't use it, it might very well be that it's foreign or a potential poison to the tissue. And that tissue, when it gets inflamed like that, stays inflamed like that for until the body puts out that fire. Unless, what if you keep feeding the inflammation? Now it turns into a, you know, uh, a, a California wildfire. So what what kind of signs uh, would let you know that you have inflammation, some stuff building up? Yeah. So pain in your joints. Being 20 years old and feeling like you're 80. Thank you for that. Mental clarity challenges, ADD, ADHD, um, all these different new defiance disorders, uh, mood disorders where patients, people are at an extreme level, you know, um, uh, OCD, you know, obsessive compulsive, or even suicidal. Um, uh, just simply mental clarity could be a headache. You know, it, it could be a skin rash. So these are all like check engine lights that your body is not processing information through the system very well. And so the, the central nervous system and the gut lining aren't communicating effectively. And or maybe they are and they're giving you these check engine lights. But then we go very quickly and try to what suppress the symptom with a medicine because we think symptoms are always bad. Sometimes symptom is trying to send out a, uh, a check engine a, light, a flare, a yeah. check engine light. Help. help me, help me. And so we have to kind of appreciate like, hey, sister, if you feel like you're 80 years old and you're 20, obviously your most productive years, you haven't, I mean, you just tapped into them at 20. I mean, you're supposed to at least be able to go to 75, you know what I mean? So I mean, you feel 75. Uh, it's like yeah. the next day, it's a step in the right yeah. direction, yeah. I guess, right? And so we want to we <laughs> get you uh, feeling like more alive so that you can, enjoy your 20s you can enjoy the next three four or five decades and 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 it is a change in lifestyle the things that i'm seeing now used to i would say i was always reaching to a 35 to 55 you know year old market now i'm seeing a need in the 25 and 15 year old market i mean i had a little little guy come in last uh week i believe and when he came in he had uh borderline suicidal thoughts and um, he was having some, a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, depression, a lot of mood disorders, not happy at all. Great family. The whole family rallies around him and steps into a diet. <clears throat> and we basically made it a very savory, rich, uh, higher fat diet to really drive brain chemistry because having a healthy brain and a healthy gut lining, you have to have healthy cells. Well, to have healthy cells, you have to have a healthy omega-3 ratio in your body. You need to, the omega-6 to omega-3 ratio should be 6 to 1. And in America, it's averaging between uh, 25 to 1, 33 to 1. We even had a gal come in yesterday um, that we looked at a test, and she was 88 to 1, which is cell inflammation in the brain, in the blood, and in the gut. At its worst, that's scary. You can't expect to heal if your cells are broken. And so omega-3 ratio balancing, it's what I've always said. If you're not taking omega-4s from our office, uh, it's a fish oil product. It's, it's a reesterified triglyceride that is designed to heal that tissue, that particular tissue. You are totally you know, behind on the times. Like 
I have yet to meet somebody that had adequate fish oil um, in their body, um, ad- adequate omega-3s in their body. And people um, don't realize that that 98% of the fish oils on the market are ethyl esters, meaning that they are synthetically derived. They are not doing the same cellular in, uh, de-inflammation that needs to take place. So we have vetted out and picked you know, a particular um, uh, way to get that process to unfold for us. And I've been using it for years, and and even my own test, uh, you know, I, I've I've been able to make strides from uh, sixteen to one down to two to one on my ratio. So I'm even better than you know what they say is you know possible at the moment. That's the goal, right? And that's the goal is to yeah. be better because I mean, if I'm going to be 125 fully functional spirit, mind, and body, I got to be above average now, you know. And I don't want to be planting my oak tree uh, 20 years in the future. I want to plant it, you know, 20 years ago. And, and and get myself there. And so, you know, when we look at people with nutritional deficiencies, which we check zinc levels, which zinc has obviously been shown to be linked to uh, uh, depression and anxiety disorders. Zinc has over 300 enzymatic functions in the body. We know that we can improve digestion through zinc, stomach acids through zinc. If you, you're only as good as the food you absorb. So you can eat the best quality food in the world and never absorb it well and you're missing out on healing regeneration repair therefore if you don't do those things then how can you build healthy neurotransmitters how can you have a healthy brain chemistry and and you just can't and you can't expect it to function like that and it's affecting people earlier and earlier and earlier in their lifespan and they don't know what to do because the only thing they're being given uh, as solutions are antidepressants anti-anxieties and or you know, some sort of mind-altering psychotic. So here's a, a question from my good friend Pierre Castillo with Top Star Marketing. Uh, Pierre, he wants to know, he said, good morning, Guardy. So what's up, Pierre? Good morning to you. He said, question for Dr. Chapa. Any tips for ADHD? I didn't, yeah. I didn't bring it in this morning, but number one, the Omega Force. Uh, it is a reesterified triglyceride. Great, great, great for the brain. Also, we use a tuna uh, product that has high in EPA. Uh, so the... Fish oil, omega force is a little bit higher in DHA, and uh, but we always start there. But because school started, the tuna omega would be a fantastic step because it's very very focused on high level brain uh, push, as well as our ribonucleic acid product. Uh, and, and this is from a company called Standard Process, and it feeds the transcription factors for the the cell to regenerate itself. Um, in the mitochondria and inside the cell, all those organelles begin to like get fresh new blueprint uh, layout on how to redesign themselves. And it's a great study aid, and it is a great tool um, for all students. I use uh, literally uh, several different brain products: um, Total Brain, uh, uh, Total Synapse, um, Total Brain Charge. Uh, I have a brain liquid tonic that we use, um, and the reason being is we're improving blood flow to the brain. And so the better we improve blood flow to the brain uh, through supplementation, it makes the nutrient delivery easier. So then I focus on, you know, obviously those fats to make sure that the, the cell membrane, all those neural pathways have a strong, thick layer of uh, good c- uh, fatty cellular matrix to be protected. Just in your diet? Is that and, what you're and, saying? Yep, like official avocados, your seeds, uh, your nuts, your uh, healthy oils, olive oil, avocado oil. Um, butter, um, you know, using these types of, you know, fats for nutrient delivery and cellular repair. 
And then we turn around and we start looking at, all right, you know, now let's analyze the diet, right? So we, we put some things in to kind of start moving this, the, the deficiencies that we know are present forward. And then we start looking at the diet. Let's analyze that diet. What do you eat for breakfast? What do you eat for lunch? What do you eat for dinner? What do you eat in the snacks in between? You know, how do you feel throughout the day? We start inventorying. How many headaches do you get a week? You know, what signs and symptoms is your body already giving you as a check engine light that needs to be addressed that's making your brain misfire and making it hard to understand what it is you're reading and what it is you're studying? And you start finding yourself um, turning, you know, a, a new leaf and saying, you know what, I eat this always, and I'm always tired by mid-morning. I'm always you know, can't wait for lunch or I eat lunch and I can't even get to four o'clock without my head wanting to just bounce off the table. And, and that, those are, those are really no fun feelings when you feel your blood sugar drop and you're on the clock. You know what I mean? Like that's a, like, oh my gosh, something's wrong with me. And then what do people reach to? You know, when you read the book, um, Hacking the American Mind, it, it talks about, we reach to stimulants. We reach to nicotine to get us a fire up. We reach to chocolate to get us a fire up. We reach to, well, not alcohol in the job, but alcohol after the job, <laughs> you know, to, uh, to get a stimulation effect. We reach to soda. We reach to candy. We reach to sugar, right? These are all what we call dopamine-driven pathways that we're, if you will, using as crutches to get through our afternoon. But if we would just recognize that we can feed ourselves right and our body's going to produce the happy, you know, not happy hormone, the joyful hormone, the more sustaining gratifica- uh, gratification hormone to move our body forward, and the, 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 you're going to be more sustained, more energetic, more mentally clear, and more stable sitting in class. If, if, um, I don't know if Molly's on or not, but if she could you know, potentially post up one of our... Um, uh, my brain neurotransmitter, you know, test. Um, we have a little brain quiz that we have patients do, and you know, just make sure you, if you're interested, fill it out and uh, send it in, and uh, and we can go. Oh, we can make an appointment and go over stuff like that with you. Because here's what happens: we can measure neurotransmitters through symptom survey. We can measure how well your body's blood sugar management is, how well your brain is processing the blood sugar swings that you're experiencing, and so recognizing how important it is that your your brain is dependent on what you put in your mouth as a fuel source helps you start recognizing man maybe I should walk past that donut you know during the w- work week during the school week during the important finals time you know and and I, I I would say you should you know give yourself a cheat every 37th meal eat clean 36 meals and then have a cheat. So if it takes you, you're like, well, I, I, I fast and I only have two meals a day. Well, it's going to be a while before you get a cheat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's okay. I, I mean, I don't care where it falls. So and I like giving people numbers because it helps them, you know, figure out, like, how, how can they integrate some of this stuff? Because if you find yourself not testing and, and, and analyzing what you're putting in as a fuel source, man, you don't realize that you're eating sugar every couple hours and you should and i'm sitting here trying to tell you do it every 36 meals mm-hmm. you know it's a that's a days on end to get through uh, potentially seven days if you eat five you know five meals a day you know what i mean 
So it's just a helping people recognize how to play the game. Like my rule with alcohol, never back-to-back days and no more than twice a week. You hey, don't need any more than that. Molly answers. She says she's on it. So on the Facebook link of this video, if you're listening on 99.5 FM or on YouTube, you can go to KHEA Radio's Facebook page, and in the comments there is going to be a link to that quiz. I don't want to fail. I'm going to be honest. You know, Tess – it, just the word can scare me a little bit. I don't want to fail. Is there anything it's I can a, do to we, study? Well, well, number one, we call it a survey. Okay. And so, and it should be very, very easy. It's things better. that you know Perception. you. Be, yeah, you know yourself <laughs> better than anybody. And so, all you got to do is just read the question and go, "How does this apply to me?" You know what? Here's the choice. Boom, and answer it. And so, yeah, it should be very simple. But just remember, like a the when when we look at the the GI the GI tract. We know that we are not just supporting neurotransmitters. We're also feeding that gut microbiome down there. That gut microbiome has to be fully intact in order to create healthy absorption. So we talked about zinc affecting, say, the stomach and, and making sure that the stomach is digesting well. we got to make sure that the intestines are also absorbing well and doing what they're supposed to do. So having a good uh, prebiotic, probiotic, going through gut reconditioning, again, analyzing your your health history. When's the last time you were on steroids? That affects your gut microbiome. When's the last time you took a high blood pressure medication? That affects your gut microbiome. When's the last time you drank coffee? That affects your gut microbiome. When's the last time that you took an antibiotic? That affects your gut microbiome. We don't want to affect it. We want to synergize with those bugs down there. And make sure that we're giving the environment the a, an environment that promotes good growth. I mean, you ever people um, around our house? We have plants, and so we move plants around on our back porch because we have like two spots that it doesn't matter what you put in those spots, they grow. Really, it's the weirdest thing. Hmm. But if you move if you move the plant six feet to the right, it doesn't grow as well, and it's so like. Come on, man. We're trying to get we want we want it all to grow good. Why is this one spot so much better? It's because the light, the heat, the distribution, whatever. Um, I mean, it, it's like it doesn't matter how even good we take care of it in that spot. And and but what we're it's your your gut microbiome is kind of that same thing. What you put in there, the way you feed it, nourish it, and strengthen it and recondition it, which by the way, we do detox forty two days out of the uh, out of the uh out of the year, mm-hmm. and so that's why we're talking about Detox 20. Uh, text Detox 20 474747 or 247. Um, 4747? Seven, four seven. Four seven. Yeah, yes, three four sevens. Hello, <laughs> uh, and um, and but the the when we look at 42 days a year of detox, um, we also know that you know, uh, two qu- you know, every other quarter, you should do a, a gut reconditioning protocol for a month. And, and that could be something as simple as putting in some um, vitamin A, vitamin C. That could be as simple as putting in an herb like berberine or golden seal. That could be leveraging things like garlic and Spanish black radish. And see, when you come into Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we're going to teach you how to get out of the rut you're in. You know, that's, that's the functional medicine piece of Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. But when you're inside the game, and you start recognizing the power of food and that you have been suffering long enough and we start pulling you out of that funky filth into the I feel good land, then you start going, well, how do I stay feeling good? 
how do I start evolving my thinking to get to be 125 fully functional in spirit, mind, and body? Doesn't that sound good, Dr. Chapa? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a sold. I wanna, I'm going there too. Come on with me. And we start incorporating what we call transformational medicine principles. The transformation medicine principles is detox 42 days out of the year. Do a gut reconditioning protocol every, you know, um, every quarter for a month. Do a cardiovascular cleanse once a year where you melt plaque out of the arteries. You melt, you strengthen the valves. You strengthen the blood. You do blood re uh, building protocols. Uh, we look at, you know, pressing and, and, and strengthening your immune system through what we call our sequential immune upregulation program. All of these different transformational protocols help to make sure that the synergistic effects in that gut microbiome are intact. We're always pruning the garden. We're always tinkering with the land. We're always de-weeding and trimming our hedges. This is important. The same principle that you use in your yard that you spend all that money on, you should spend on your digestive tract. So, uh, Hippocrates is right. You know, take care of the gut lining. The gut lining is 80% of all your energy is tied up in your gut lining. And so we want to make sure that that gut lining has a healthy, healthy um, uh, ecology for good growth of good, healthy tissue. You know, we talked about the connection, you know, what you, your gut controls your, your brain. There's a, there's a flow there. So let's say that there's some damage that has happened, right? Is it possible to reverse that damage or to start treating and, and chipping away. And I guess what are the steps that we can take even starting starting today um, to, to make that reverse or to start, start making things better? So when there's damage and you have symptoms, check engine lights, you find that you have mental cl uh, clarity problems, names, numbers, and words seem to slip. You start recognizing that you're not as sharp on the draw. You're forgetting things that normally you don't forget. Um, You've got to start assessing, you know, stuff. Are you too busy? I mean, it could be this, like, you're just flat out too busy, and you just don't have the bandwidth to keep up with it, uh, especially if your brain is shutting off, like, you know, it's 10 o'clock in the morning, and you slept good last night, but, like, it's 10 o'clock, and you're already shutting down. That's, you know, that could be a sign that you've got too much stress on your plate. So stress, I as much as I hate using the word, is a real sub or silent killer you know it is a very real silent killer that will rob your your nutrient delivery system your digestive capabilities it robs your immune system of fighting off the good you know fight that we're dealing with day in and day out and it of course of course is pushing your brain chemistry down into what we call a primal brain stem effects where your body is reactionary instead of responsive reactionary is flying off the handle, road rage, hangry. Uh, it is dealing with, you know, stuff in a way that isn't necessarily productive. It doesn't serve, you know, the, the conversation, doesn't serve you being a light for Christ. Um, it, if you find yourself short-fused, hangry, dealing with a lot of these signs and symptoms, there's inflammation present. And those are the things you got to start looking at. Like stress can literally cause you to slip into that brainstem and you're just totally, totally reactionary, and we've got to get you thinking again. The hardest thing to do in practice for me and the hardest thing to do in life is to think. And so we've got to think, 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 the things you can think. If you can get your thinking cap back on, you shift your primal brain back into your cortical brain, your neocortex, that big bowl on top of your head, and all of a sudden 
you start asking yourself questions and you start, how do I want to feel right now? Well, I want to feel, you know, I want to feel happier. I want to feel like things are working for me. Okay. So now what am I, what can I control right now to help me move forward one more step right now? Uh, I could maybe drink eight ounces of water. I could maybe take a, uh, some of that tuna omega that Dr. Chapa mentioned earlier or ribonucleic acid, or maybe it's time to do a detox. Or maybe it's time to do one of those, you know, sequential programs. You know, when I was under care and I was evaluating my food intake, oh, there's the idea. I can start evaluating my food and seeing what I'm eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You, and you will be shocked. Three days, five days, you'll start getting shifts and changes. And you'll start going, whoa. I mean, is, is, it, is it affecting my brain that quickly? And I would say absolutely. You know, 54% uh, of children will never recover from chronic illnesses uh, because they never get the nutritional deficiencies met. What if we could get their, their those 54% of kids more productive through good, healthy nutritional status? Is that because, I mean, they're so young and their bodies are building and it's That's setting the foundation for forever? You nailed it. Life? Okay. You know, and, so, and if we don't develop some of these pathways early on, they, they, they may not be able to be developed, you know? Um, but I always... I, I never go into a conversation with that. Like, I always go into a conversation with, we can fix it. Why? You know, because the who am I to tell? The, I don't know the, the, the inner workings of that particular chemistry. You know, mom and dad may have done everything right. They may have exposed that kid to everything they need to be exposed to in order to have the foundational pieces. They just don't have the puzzle put together. Well, good thing Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center builds puzzle solvers. That's what we are as clinicians. That's what we are attempting to do is to put your puzzle together. And something that's really dawned on me the other day is just, you know, now that I am, you know, that I'm, that I'm 40, I, I recognize working on patients for the last 17 years, I see that people have a, um, they, they don't appreciate the time component. They didn't get sick overnight, so don't expect to be well overnight. You know, it's we don't have magic wands and magic, you know, pills and beans and food that can, you know, totally resolve your, you know, your problem overnight. But we want one. Of course, yeah. I do too. You know, I don't want to have an ache, a pain, an ailment. I want to. I don't even want to sleep. I, I mean, heck, if I, <laughs> I don't even want to eat. I got rest to do. You take know? a rest pill, and it's like I can stay up <laughs> yeah. all night. Yeah, I'm uh, good to go. Uh, Doing and, nothing. Yeah, Video th games, wasting time. Yeah. Whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, bliss. Right. But the, when the connection is dampened or interrupted, you will see gut damage affecting behavior. You will see gut damage affecting your immunity. You'll see gut damage affecting the brain uh, uh, fog ability to think through processes. You'll see the uh, uh, liver start to show signs and symptoms, bloating, gas, uh, joint pain. You'll start then seeing the neurogenic effects, the anxiety, the depression, the short fuse, that hangry sensation. Um, and then all of that stuff is because the gut is unhealthy and the brain can't get the nutrients from the gut because the gut can't break down the food. That's why the number one place you focus your effort is the gut lining. And the more you affect that gut lining for the better and recondition it, recondition it, Work on it, work on it, massage it, massage it, till it, till it, weed it, de-weed it, I mean, and, and continually work on the gut, you'll start seeing that time component start speeding up. So now when you get sick, you can clear it in 24 hours or, or 12 hours. 
uh, now whenever you have a symptom or an ailment, a wound, you heal much faster. Your recovery time in the gym is much faster. When you say gut, does that just mean like your intestines, like how you like? I, that's what I think about. Like, I don't know gut. So I think yeah, your stomach. Well, yeah. So yeah. We, we'll call it the gastrointestinal tract. So from the chewing effect through the esophageal delivery to the stomach, down through the the small intestine, large intestine, all the way to the cecum uh, or to, uh, the sigmoid colon and to the rectum for ex- evacuation. That is the gut. So, I know the cecum. That's where the uh, the appendix and the you just said it. Yep. And the, the small intestine and the large intestine come yes. together. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I knew that. You nailed it. And yes. so you know we know that when there, but uh, there's gut inflammation. We have a weak, a potential weak barrier protecting the blood from what's in the intestinal tract. So if an ant goes in your mouth and crawls through through your hind end, he never technically went inside your body. And that's a weird conversation. Yeah, he did. I mean, I swallowed him. Mm-hmm. And But technically, he never went in your body until he's absorbed through that wall. And if that gut barrier, that intestinal wall barrier, that tube lining is frayed or broken, now you have like water flying through it and water shooting out the side of it. And you wonder why you don't have the, the pressure that you need, right? Mm-hmm. And that leads to potential bacterial overgrowth or yeast overgrowth. That can lead to autoimmune responses. Uh, autoimmune could be everything from a thyroid to a joint, to uh, so like rheumatoid and the joints. It could be your brain could be uh, more you know, su- uh, subdued to advanced neural degeneration, but it could be as simple as, man, I just can't think clearly. I mean, I mean, it's such a common thing, fatigue and brain fog. I could, I could build a whole practice on fatigue and brain fog. I mean, those two symptoms. And, and we do. I mean, we help people all the time. And it's all due to neurological inflammation, fire in your brain. Your brain is stressed, your brain is malnourished, and your brain is dealing with um, poor building blocks to regenerate itself. So, of course, it's not going to perform well in delivering a balance to neurotransmitters uh, like serotonin. And we've got to help you start recognizing, wow, you are addicted to dopamine stimulation and again, if you haven't read the book "Hacking of the American Mind," it's pretty, um, it's pretty remarkable. And and so we want to stop feeding, you know, the the gut bug. So when we say uh, whenever like I, if I'm having a craving or uh, Jennifer's having a craving or Molly or any of us or like somebody's craving something in the office, we joke around with them. Oh, that's the gut bugs talking. You know, those bugs in your gut. There's a brain that uh, I like called "Your Brain on Parasites." And it is really EBGB kind of a book because um, nobody wants you know bugs to have any influence on us. We don't want to look at a bug on our skin, but you've got trillions of bugs on your skin. You've got parasites that are lining your intestinal wall right now. And and but the goal is the Bible says we are to subdue the creepy crawly things, not the other way around. So we want to make sure that the creepy crawly things are under our to, our our, uh, our nail. We've got them where we want them. But the parasites and it can literally change the habits of insects so that they might jump off into the sea, be picked up by a fish, eaten by the fish, and then carried to some other you know school, school transferred over when he gets eaten through the food chain, then caught by a human, and then it literally that bug is transporting itself through all of those venues to where it needs to go because it's also under the law. 
which is to be fruitful and multiply. And nobody really thinks about that. You know, we just he's think, doing what he's supposed he's doing programmed he's, to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. I love that <laughs> programmed. You know, God programmed it to work that way. And so these gut bugs, when they take the upper hand, they will disrupt the communication lines. So we have to stop feeding those gut bugs, and we do that through a decrease in sugar. We do that through an improvement in, in um, uh, the the healthy microbiome. We we do that through what we call our gut reconditioning weed and feed programs. So when what we are doing at Living Well essentially is we're overhauling all of your organ systems to perform better, because to think that the body is just going to do it on its own with the current American diet, we call it the sad American diet, the SAD, um, is is such a malnourished, empty harvest that people's bodies are developing signs and symptoms of problem earlier and earlier and earlier uh, in their development when they shouldn't feel a thing. And so we are having to get in, and it's really sometimes challenging um, to get kids, for example, teenagers, to start seeing this. They they don't feel good. They're acting crazy, and their hormones are going nuts, and they're, they're coming into themselves where they're in that rhetoric stage, and they question everything, and they want to find themselves. And so they don't really want help from an adult. they got to figure it out on their own or they're from their friend and because nobody can understand them, right? Well, the reality is is if, like in that one family I was telling you about earlier, if we can get families to rally around somebody inside the family unit in need, everybody wins. And it was so interesting. Not only did that little boy win, his brother won, dad's fired up, mom's excited, everybody wants, they want to incorporate. Remember I say that the... The average American consumes the same 10 to 11 meals repeated over and over and over again. These guys feel so good mentally, emotionally. They feel so good metabolically and output-wise, productivity-wise. They want to incorporate 8 to 10 of the meals out of the diet um, that that we we have them on in order to stay with the process, kind of following that model. Every 36th meal, go have a cheat, you know. And you don't have. You'll find that you won't feel bad whenever about yourself, or your. Um, you won't feel shame or you know condemnation when you go cheat because you know you've eaten well for thirty six meals. You know you know you you have the energy and output. Now, if you start finding that on your cheat meal afterwards or two days, three days later, you feel terrible. Well, guess what? You might change either the 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 cheat meal. Maybe you don't eat whatever it is that's making you feel junky, or you change the dose. Maybe instead of eating the entire pie, you eat a slice of pie. You know, you know? then at that point, what if you start regretting being like, man, I should have never started this way because I was just fine eating all this stuff, you know, 37 meals ago. Now all of a sudden I changed my diet and it makes me feel bad when that wasn't there before. Right. And so now you have to start asking a different question. You start, because I had this happen. I had a patient, she kind of adopted that model. She had the sugar and it derailed the sh- that one insult of sugar, fed those bugs in such a negative way that her pain just whoosh, came right back into her body. I mean, and it didn't go away for a week. And she kept eating the sugar, couldn't get off the sugar. She was like, uh, I'm like addicted. Well, the, the reality there is, is that is a sign that that body chemistry's foundation is still at a functionally ill level like she's well enough if she's on the right diet to maintain 
But man, she has no room, no bear, boundary, no uh, uh, margin for error. She's still in the healing and repair cycle. And the healing and repair cycle that we see people go through. So we take people through what we call an inflammation reduction phase. That's the first like eight to ten weeks in my office. And 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 so the reason that's such an important piece of the, the process is because we're setting the health sail. We're finding out and unturning and turning over as many rocks about your health history as possible to figure out why your body is malfunctioning. And and then we shift people into what we call the healing and observation period. In that healing and observation period is where people like this fall in. They can't deviate too far right or left because their body isn't stable enough because they have so many old programs in place that they have to go and rebuild and reroute, and the body can only get to what it can get to. So we want to be doing a lot of neurological work. We can do cranial nerve evaluations. We can be feeding the brain on different brain programs. We can put, you know, not just the ribonucleic um, acid that we recommended earlier into the brain, we can actually be stimulating other faculties of the brain neurotransmitter department through some of these symptom surveys in order to help regulate the way the brain processes sugar, the way the brain deals peripherally in your feet, for example, your muscles uh, deal with sugar, how your body delivers the, the sugar um, energy, so to speak, to the tissues, and the tissues then take it up, how it stores it. And so it's just a fascinating puzzle to uh, work with the human body, and that's what we get to work with each and every day is finding out that connection for you, why your body's broken, malfunctioning, and not doing like it's supposed to. And so if you have check engine lights, if you have symptom patterns that you were not genetically born with, call us, 281-554-8600, or if you're interested in our detox next month we got a fired up uh detox group detox program text detox 20 to 474747 for more information and we also have a great little called uh, uh opportunity 20 percent off your entire order the day that you purchase a complete detox program you haven't ran anything like that before no we've never done it this i'm excited because i'm saving money i like feeling good i like saving yeah. money uh, I like looking good. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good thing. Well, and what's really cool is we already give uh, to our patients um, a discount for being patients under our care. So everybody, it's built into our prices. You know, somewhere between ten and thirty three percent. You know, so we try to make affordable health care. You know, options and programs because we know doing it this way isn't always covered by insurances, and so it's really frustrating. And so people, you know, don't always get what they uh, want because they you know, we don't want money to be that deciding factor. And we want to try to find a way to make it work. Um, and so we tr we really do work hard. Now, that offers only good through September 1st, so it's 20% off your entire order when you purchase. And you can text DETOX20 to 474747 for more information about our detox. So um, the detox class, first class is on the 10th of September. And um, and then it and then the actual detox itself, the start date that we're going to launch is going to be September 14th, and then we have a second class on September 29th, and so we'll have all the details of those times and uh, make sure that people have that. But you know, when it comes to taking the bull by the horns, it's your life, it's your health, 
It's your choice. And we believe that all life starts and stops at the cellular level. And nutrition is the fundamental backbone that allows your body to spiral off out of control or to get traction and move forward in a direction that you are proud of and that you can call productive. And so Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is, wants to be your number one resource for all your health and wellness needs. So give us a call, 281-554-8600, and we will talk to you guys soon. I'm excited. Next week, it looks like we're going to be talking about detox prep. So if you have questions about the detox, bring them. If you have thoughts or concerns about the detox, bring them. Next Tuesday, we're going to be prepping for it. I'm excited. I've already talked to my wife. Uh, you know, we're on board. We're going to make it happen. And here's the things that I've dealt with in the past whenever I, I, I did a detox. I've done, I think, three detoxes. I lost weight. My, clean, my, my, my skin cleared up. Um, I felt better. I slept better. There was some all kinds of things that I, I dealt with, and those are some of the the big ones. Those are the ones that I remember, you know. Yeah. And, and that, there were some things that we altered, and I, I enjoyed it. And so, and everything is alterable, right? I mean, we will help people go through the process because the reality is, if you're not detoxing in the 21st century, guys, you're missing a huge healthcare piece. And I mean, it's just important for your health and your well-being, your vitality, to start adopting these principles so that you, you know, feel your best and you reach those long you activate longevity genes and and activating longevity genes allows for the vitality to also be in those genes and so not only do you live long you live well you know i don't want to be decrepit you know i don't want to have all kinds of brain problems and symptom problems i want to be alive brother i want to be vibrant like i said earlier i want to be filled full of vim vigor and vip you know i want to i want to just live bold i want to be um my my tissues to perform well and people to go man you don't look like you're 100 years old you know what i mean because i have seen pictures and it, it might i mean i'm like I, I'm <laughs> do like, i really want to be 120 know. yeah uh, like you know but at the end of the day like what if what if you could literally keep your body strong and healthy and vibrant yeah you'll see you know pictures and it's like hey this is an 85 year old man and he is uh he looks like he's 30 you know built like working out and just kind of you know if you don't use it you lose it exactly yeah this is kta radio 99.5 fm coming up next is torn wells never gonna let me go be blessed have a good one share this out next week